Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The prolific writer Will Leach, a contributor for MLB.com, writes for The New Yorker and Medium. He joins us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity line here on 101 ESPN. Will, thanks so much for taking some time this morning. How are you doing? Uh, very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, let's start with this because Michelle and I have been talking about the lack of action by the baseball Cardinals during the course of this offseason. What have you thought of the, the inaction by the Cardinals? Uh, yeah, you know, on one hand, it's obviously discouraging considering uh, while I did make the playoffs last year, I don't think anyone found last year's team particularly inspiring. Uh, but I would say also that there is a certain, I would say, sort of sad logic to it, but there is logic to it. I mean, for crying out loud, you look around the division and not only are no other teams making moves to, move to improve themselves, if anything, they're actively tearing themselves down in a situation where, you know, you can see in a season where uh, there's, a, there's a pandemic still going going on and it looks like there's going to be fewer fans in the stands and the Cubs are, are tearing down the Reds and the Brewers aren't making moves that uh, it's the status quo are very small moves on the margin you know if there's ever a year particularly with the contracts coming off after 2021 where you uh, where you kind of stay put it's frustrating and I get it I'd like to see them make some sort of moves to improve the team but I'm sad to say the way baseball's kind of run right now and the way the NL Central looks there is a certain kind of depressing logic to it. Well, what do you think about Wainwright and Yadier Molina? Not do you think will they come back to the Cardinals, but do you think they need to come back to the Cardinals? Because Randy and I hear from fans all day, every day that are frustrated with the team, that have a certain sense of apathy maybe with the team because of the lack of moves. And I don't wonder if bringing back those two icons might at least inspire people to care about the team or provide a little nostalgia. I certainly think not bringing them back uh, definitely will eliminate, uh, I think, a lot of any ties that I think a lot of fans would have to this team. I would argue when it comes to Wainwright, he was their best starter last year. So, you know, I think that I think that gets lost a little bit. You know, Yachty, I think you can, I think that uh, clearly he's a kind of an emotional leader and still uh, can, uh, you know, is, is a good defensive player. Uh, the bat's not hasn't really been there for a while. But, you know, I can understand the idea of Yachty being like an inspiring guy to come back. Adam Wainwright was he like, Cardinals do not make the playoffs last year if Adam Wainwright doesn't have the year that he has and I understand there's hope for guys like Carlos Martinez and hope that uh, Miles Michaelis can be back in full round but really Adam Wainwright saved the Cardinals in many ways last year and the idea that not again obviously him being a lifelong Cardinal and such a history with the franchise he clearly has a, a close tie to the fan base but I, I think he has a close tie to them winning a lot of games so I think him in particular uh, I'd like to see them both back not not just because, you know, the team isn't very inspiring otherwise, but, you know, I mean, we've been watching this team for 15 years. I mean, the, the, the entire career, it seemed just bizarre 
to see uh, them leave, particularly under these kind of weird circumstances. But Wainwright in particular, he's so important to what this rotation needs. I think he's got to be brought back just for the sake of wins, to be honest. Will, along those lines, when you look at what the Cubs have done, they let several starters walk away as free agents. Quintana, as a matter of fact, is signed with the Angels, but John Lester leaves, goes to the Nationals. They lose Tyler Chatwood. They trade Darvish. They non-tender Schwarber. It looks like they're going to trade Contreras. When you look at the Cubs, and relatively speaking, you look at the market size, you look at the new TV deal, the, the new TV network that they have, what do you think of what they've done this offseason? Yeah, you know, I say I have to say, I, as a Cardinals fan, I think a lot of Cardinal fans are frustrated with the Cardinals. If I were a Cubs fan, I would be a lot more uh, frustrated with what they're doing. Not just, you know, I mean, it, for the for the, I don't know if I entirely buy that the Cardinals are suddenly so cash poor after last year, but I know the Cubs aren't. Like the Cubs have a lot of money uh, over there, and and with the new network and new everything else going on, never minding the the, the inherent wealthiness of that family anyway. So yeah, it, to me, it, certainly I can't imagine. Imagine uh, how frustrating it must be to be a Cubs fan to have invested so long in this team. And, you know, and remember when they won in 2016, obviously it was a it was a breakthrough moment, but it was also the notion like, hey, this is just the start. So, like this is something. You know, this was the whole idea. They were building. You know, the, the, this was as a Cardinals fan something that you worried about. Is that were the Cubs going to turn into the Red Sox? Are they going to turn into the Yankees? Are they going to turn into the Dodgers? And we've seen now that uh, the, the, you know, if anything, the, cu- the current ownership of the Cubs is basically treating the team like a real estate property <laughs> in a way to uh, kind of increase their, their 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 land grab in a lot of ways. And you know, to me, I'm a Cardinals fan, so I have no love lost. <laughs> Cubs, but I do value the Cubs as an instant. It's very strange as a Cardinals fan to feel like you value the Cubs as like a civic institution more than the team owners do. <laughs> and uh, so if I were a Cubs fan, I'd be very frustrated by that because uh, they're not done. You know, I mean, uh, Contreras, Chris Bryant could be on his way. Mm-hmm. They talk about they talk about keeping Javier Baez, but he had a rough year last year. He's a free agent coming up soon. Uh, the, the, and to me, you know, with the amount of money that our organization has, for them to be starting over again so quickly when these guys are still here, uh, it would be pretty infuriating if I were a Cubs fan, no question. Well, you talked about the importance of Adam Wainwright to the rotation. Whether he returns or not, there's still a lot of questions about this collection of pitchers. So I'm going to give you two names, and I want you to tell me what role you'd like these guys to be in. If you see either, neither, or both of them in the rotation in 2021, Carlos Martinez and Alex Reyes. Uh, for me, Carlos Martinez, I think he's still going to get another chance to be uh, in, in that rotation. But I think that if just because I don't think there's I think they were hoping there'd be some sort of uh, trade market for him. But I think there pretty clearly isn't, uh, you know, but you can dream on him a little bit. We've seen, you know, even even really Carlos, even at his worst, has still as frustrating as he can be, has still at least been like an average pitcher. He's never he's still been able to get you something. He's just been hurt and kind of frustrating. To me, Reyes seems to make a little bit more sense as kind of uh, like Reyes. You'd like, I think we always imagined him as a rotation guy, but the way he was throwing last year, he solves a lot of problems and uh, not, not, not necessarily as a closer, but even as like a swing guy, that's kind of direction baseball is going right now. And you have him as a backup backup. If Carlos doesn't work, if Carlos doesn't work out, you know, I think what Carlos Martinez has cost himself over the last few years is not so much like getting kicked off the team or getting cut, but like he's lost the benefit of the doubt. He's lost, like, I think a lot of patience with the front office to be like, hey, we see where Carlos is at his best. So let's try to see him work through it. I think that's probably over now, particularly when you've got someone like Reyes who could potentially fill in. I don't think it's like the old days 
where you either have a guy that throws seven innings every game or throws one inning, uh, uh, one, one inning every game. I think that someone like Reyes could potentially be a swing guy that you work into a starting mode. We've seen the Cardinals actually have success with that in the past. I think that makes a certain amount of sense for them to try, but I do think Carlos probably gets the first shot. You can follow Will Leach on Twitter at William F. Leach, L-E-I-T-C-H. Will, uh, I loved your compelling piece this morning at New York Magazine, and people can just go to your Twitter page and you have a link to it. Uh, Seven ways President Trump changed sports forever. And we do a really good job here of separating sports from the real world. We treat it as as the toy store of life. But I thought you made a really salient point about stick to sports being dead. Because one thing that's happened over the last four years is that the voices of athletes have been activated. And that's something that I would imagine is not going to go away now. Yeah, you know, I'm actually working on a story about the about LeBron James uh, voting organization more than a vote. And what's really fascinating about that organization is what, the, what LeBron James was really able to do was not just to start having his voice heard as a, as a political activist, but he realized really for the first time uh, since I've been watching sports, uh, and I know there's some of this in the 60s, but you know, it was often very controversial for these players. Now what he, what he and a lot of athletes have discovered is, generally it's good for them to speak out. Like it actually does not, there is no, like there are not sponsors pulling away from them. There's the old Michael Jordan line that, you know, Republicans buy sneakers too and so on. And his point of that was not the Republicans were bad. It was that I don't want to make a political statement because I want, I don't, I want everyone to, to buy my shoes. Imagine if an athlete said something like that. Now, I think it would actually hurt them much more than it would help them. And I think that's kind of the signature insight of LeBron James in this regard is recognizing that athletes now have a permission structure to speak out on the issues they care about, and Nike's not going to get mad at them about it. In fact, Nike will, in fact, build a whole campaign around them. And so uh, for me, you know, I think that's what you really kind of see. And I think Trump has, was a catalyst for that. One way, whatever one's thoughts about Trump, one way or the other, he certainly um, led to strong emotional reactions. And, and so I think because of that, I think people were really catalyzed either for or against him. And so because of that, it has made this kind of illusion that, that you could go into the stadium, shut the door to the outside world, and uh, just play a game and then come back in the outside world waiting for you. It's a lot more complicated than that. I wish it weren't. I love watching a game and not thinking about these mm-hmm. things, but, uh, but uh, I certainly understand the concept of it. But uh, I think uh, uh, certainly what, if there's one of the many legacies, I think, of Trump in the, issues of the, in the world of sports is that idea that you know, it, it, you couldn't hide from politics in 2020, even if you wanted to. And I think people definitely wanted to, but you couldn't, and particularly in the world of sports. And you can read that piece at nymag.com, seven ways that Trump changed sports forever. Will, great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for taking some time with us. Hopefully we'll get this baseball season off and running, and we'll be able to talk to you soon. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Be safe, everyone. You too. Take care. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.